chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast, the NASCAR podcast for the average fan. I'm Adam Roberts, joined alongside my co-host, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, we are in full playoff mode, and we're heading to the Sim City. Uh, all three uh, NASCAR series finally in their playoffs. We have three races this weekend, too, so you'll be busy. Yeah, a lot of people fired up to be in Vegas. I, you know... To me, it was more of a bowling town. We would get there and uh, get to the Orleans or Showboat or whichever it was that had like 190 lanes in the basement, and we'd bowl until we can get a hotel room. So all that gambling shit, that's for the, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, uh, people that have a problem. <laughs> I forget what it's called. There's a word for it. Degenerates. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no offense to any gamblers out there. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Let's uh, go through some news around NASCAR. Uh, is pay to play or is well is pay to watch in NASCAR's future? Uh, the senior vice president of media productions, Brian Herb, said there will be some streaming element with the new rights deal. Uh, that will come into effect in 2025. This is uh, here's about everything moving to services like Peacock uh, is unnecessary. Hopefully it doesn't because I've already had enough streaming services and I don't think enough people watch NASCAR anyway for them to move to Peacock, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Back in the day, we're like, oh, let's all cut the cord. That'll be awesome. We'll save money. And now all these slap dicks have like different thingies and it's a real, if it goes to Peacock or they even mentioned CBS, which was weird because when was the last time CBS did stuff? So they must be in the mix. Um, yeah, he said right now, uh, <laughs> Premier, moving uh, Premier content uh, over to digital direct to consumer platforms is uh, NASCAR is a bit sensitive to that because right now the, uh, penetration level isn't right high right now yeah and that's what she said you were supposed to say oh sorry that's what she said (laughs) but uh broadcast tv gets to 120 to 125 million homes cable tv 75 million direct to consumer about 15 million yeah so i don't think it's a smart move by nascar but Unless they, you know, unless they do like MLB and get their own uh, package and give me uh, three races a night, I can watch. I don't see. Like it would just be weird. Like, are you gonna do like truck races on Peacock? You gonna do Cup Series? Well, I know. Here's what. Here's the deal. Now, I like NASCAR more than I like Canadian football. But when Canadian football was on ESPN for free, I watched every game. And then they're like, "We're moving it to ESPN Plus. You have to pay to get games." I've watched like three games and they're the rare games that are actually on ESPN. So, you know, we have an ESPN plus login through work. So you pay. Do we? Yeah. I don't have that. Do, send me that. Hello. When did we get that? I don't recall getting one. We've always had one. Have I? Okay. Next up, we got to go. I got uh, stuff to do. So, uh, so Xfinity series got a new logo and it's the same thing, just purple. Uh, it's not really the same thing. It I mean, it, the middle part's the same. The frame's different. The, the old frame had some stupid red stuff in the top left, bottom right corner. This is uh, more sleek. Barney be, be proud. Barney and Prince, 
uh, both down there rolling over in their graves, happy to see this. Um, <laughs> I think he might be. When was the last time you saw him out in public? Um, <laughs> but honestly, the old logo was very meh. This one's uh, less meh. The purple pops, you know. Yeah, I just thought it was the same thing. So nothing really new. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I did like. I don't know if you saw this uh, Thursday morning. Ford introduced a new look to the trucks. Um, the front end and the back end are different. Everything else is going to stay the same. Just gonna, we're going to look a little different. I don't know if you had seen it. Uh, but yeah, I, I just I looked at it after I saw the rundown. It uh, it looks more like a truck than what they drive now. What they drive yeah. now just looks like a bunch of sheet metal hanging off a frame. Well, this like looks like the new Ford F one fifty. Yeah. Whereas like the trucks right now look like a Ford F one fifty from like two thousand eight. Well, they don't even look like that. It looks like sheet metal hanging off yeah. a frame. So as a proud future owner of the Ford F-150, when my dad finally gets me his, I'm very excited to see this. Oh, my God. You can help me move then. Yeah. I'm not moving anywhere yet, but since you have a truck, I'm being you know, <laughs> uh, Toyota and Chevy will also do the same, but we haven't seen them uh, yet. Uh, Nutrigen Ag Solutions not sponsoring college racing in 2022, which uh, seems kind of dumb. They're the hot team right now. I'm going to be quiet because I want you to find the Adam Sandler. Who are the ad wizards who came up with this bit? It's, hol- it's hilarious. So everyone should be quiet. Man, that was All right. What's Nutrient Ag Solutions thinking here? They don't like trophies? Come on. They're not trophy hunting anymore. Unless colleagues got a bigger sponsor. Coming now, it sounded like there was a change in management at Nutrient Ag Solutions, yeah. and they don't want to be uh, with winners. Uh, BJ McLeod Motorsports is going to have a new full-time driver next year. Yeah, they, I mean, they rarely do full-time drivers over there. They've been doing piecemeal the last couple of years. I want to say the last full-time guy they had was David Starr in like 2017. And BJ McLeod himself might have been full-time back in like 15 or 16. So uh, step in the, he'll be in the freshman class that includes Jesse Awuju and Sheldon Creed so far, so. Uh, Parsons has 24 Xfinity starts. This will be his first full-time ride. His best finishes were 12th and 13th at Daytona in 2019-2021. Yes, to Stefan on uh, getting his first full-time ride. Uh, Rodney Childers uh, signed the contract extension with Stuart Haas. Uh, they haven't had their best year, but he's been Kevin Harvick's crew chief uh, since 2014. He's been pretty um, successful, so... Children's tweeting. I think he tweeted it out. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe Kevin Harvick being an angry little elf got uh, him all fired <laughs> up and ready to go. Um, and that should put rumors uh, that I have started uh, <laughs> about maybe Harvick hanging it up after this year. That should put those to rest, I would think. Uh, I, mean, so I don't think you'd resign if you weren't for sure that your guy was coming back. Yeah. Um, so Unless he's been really wanting to get rid of Harvick, and he's like, "Jesus, this guy will just won't leave," and maybe finally he's leaving, so he's like, yeah. up. So uh, some post race uh, penalties: Eric Amarola and Martin Truex. Uh, they broke uh, section ten point nine point ten point four uh, tires and wheels note uh, loose or lug nut not properly installed. That's a ten thousand dollar fine for crew chief. So thank you, Eric and Martin, for giving pub to the podcast. Yeah, a little uh, loose lug nut action. Also had it in the Xfinity, Allgaier and Hemrick, who were both running fast, but uh, petered out towards the end, maybe the lug nut being loose. And then in the trucks, Matt Crafton. And then uh, the last note we have, Kurt Busch 
will be making his 750th start on Sunday in his hometown track of Las Vegas. That is the most among active drivers, and he just he becomes just the 12th racer to reach the mark. Yeah, very old. I want to say uh, five of those, uh, five or six of those other 11 guys are in the Hall of Fame. I think Kurt would be in. I mean, it's not like baseball, like, oh, my God, what's his war at uh, Richmond? I think he just go off wins, and he has a lot of wins, like 33. That is it for news around NASCAR. Let's get into our preview. We'll start with the truck race, the Victoria's Voice Foundation 200, presented by Westgate Resorts. That'll be Friday at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1 and the Motor Racing Network. It's 134 laps, 201 miles, so it should have been the Victoria's Voice Foundation 201 presented by Westgate Resorts. Uh, yeah. 30 laps, 30 laps, and then 74 laps. Yeah, that uh, doesn't make sense. We go back into these kids nowadays can't add shit, and it's basically because of this stuff. Uh, the starting lineup, no qualifying, obviously, because NASCAR hates fun. It would be John Hunter Nemechek and Chandler Smith in row one, Stuart Friesen and Zane Smith row two, Carson Hosevar, Matt Crafton row three, Ben Rose and Todd Gillen row four, Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill row five. Yeah, your active Vegas truck winners, Austin Hill, uh, he's the leader with two. Um, Nemechek, Enfinger, Rhodes, and Sauter have one apiece. Austin Hill cool note he won the last two playoff races here sadly he's not in the playoff um so we have the first race in the cutoff to four uh john hunter Nemechek is plus 44 above the cutoff sheldon creed a plus 20 ben rose plus 13 zane smith is plus three the guys on the outside uh looking in chandler smith minus three matt crafton minus five carson postman minus seven screw Friesen minus eight so, who are your predictions for the final four? I'm going to go Nemechek, Creed, uh, Ben Rose, and then I think Carson Hosevar is going to pull, maybe pull out a victory or something to jump everybody, get to the final four. I think that's manageable. I am not, I, like, I got Nemechek and Creed getting in on wins, although Nemechek will get in on points just because he's so far ahead. Uh, Crafton and Friesen. They've been consistently top 10. This is when you got to stop it up or step it up to consistently top five. And I think they do. I don't see anyone besides Nemechek, Rhodes. I mean, Creed, sorry. And Austin Hill winning races down the stretch, but Austin Hill's not in the playoffs. So, so I want to talk about this for a second. So they play or they race, excuse me, uh, Friday tonight. And then they race again next week at Talladega. And then they're off for three weeks. And then they cut to the round of eight on October 30th. And then they have the championship. So there's yeah. like four races left. And I think it's so weird that you would have three weeks off in the middle of, you know, like the biggest run. Is there another Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they did that for the Olympics. Uh, it's so weird. Yeah. But. I mean, it makes it easier on the watching schedule. Oh, definitely. Especially with college football. I still have 10 games from last week I haven't watched yet. But... And now that you found out there's ESPN Plus, you're going to start watching more Canadian football. Yeah, Monmouth. All right, so uh, who you got to win? Uh, I'm going Austin Hill. Like I said, he won the last two races here, and he's probably really pissed about how he effed up the uh, last week. I'm going to go with Ben Rhodes. He won here in 2017. Ran pretty well in the spring. Got a top 10 finish. Um, and then he placed third in sixth. 
in the stages. So I'll be looking for Ben Rhodes to win. We're going to go with uh, Austin Hill on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern on NBC Sports Network and the Motor Racing Network. We have the Alsco Uniforms 302. Wow, look at that. They have 201 laps, 302 miles. So they did their math right. Stages of 45, 45, and 111. No qualifying again. But our lineup, we have row one, Austin Sendrick and A.J. Holmendanger. Row two, Justin Allgaier and Justin Haley. Row three, Harrison Burton and Ty Gibbs. Row four, uh, Daniel Hendrick and Brandon Jones. Row five, Noah Gregson and Riley Burks. There you go. First race of the Xfinity playoffs. Sendrick and Dinger are tied with 44 points. Allgaier third with 20. Gregson fourth with 17. Haley fifth with 15. Pretty exciting. So the first race of the playoffs, we've been waiting for this. And, uh, you know, last week's race couldn't have gotten any more close. Um, so it's pretty exciting. So who, uh, who you got in the final four? Um, I'm going with the guys who, the two guys out front regular season, Cindric and Dinger, and then the two guys who have run the most consistent the last two months, which is Allgaier and Gregson. I'm going to go Austin Sendrick, A.J. Allmendinger, Noah Gregson, and then the only difference I have with you is I have Justin Haley over Justin Allmendinger. There you go. Who do you got getting cut? I got Harrison Burton, Myatt Snyder, uh, Jeremy Clements, and Riley Burks. So three guys yeah. uh, below, uh, below the cutoff line, and then one that Harrison Burton is above the cutoff. That one, there you go. I like. I find it hard to get one of the college cars cut mm -hmm. Because you uh, Talladega, they all run so well at Talladega. So even though Jeb Burton hasn't really been great, like he's in it to win it there. So I'm going uh, almost the same as you. I got Snyder, Herbs, Clements, and then Brandon Jones. Brandon Jones. He's had a lot of bad luck recently. I think that continues. Uh, for the winner, I'm going to go with uh, Noah Gregson. It's his hometown track, finished fifth here. Uh, in the spring, after starting 34th, he got off to that terrible start um, to the year. Uh, bad, really bad luck. Uh, finished third and fourth in the stages. He's raced here five times, has four top fives, and has always finished in the top ten. I'm going A.J. Holmendinger. Not many stats to back it up because he's only won, uh, run one Xfinity race here, but he won it in the spring. Wow. That's a good uh, winning percentage. Yeah. That's like 1,000. Yeah. So that is it for the Xfinity preview. On Sunday night, we have the South Point 400. Uh, coverage begins at 6 p.m. on NBC Sports Network and the Motor Racing Network. 267 laps, 400 and a half miles. That should be the South Point 400.5. Stages are 80, 80, and 107. Kyle Larson's on the pole. He's joined by Ryan Blaney in row one, William Byron and Martin Truex in row two, Kevin Harvick and Danny Hamlin row three. Alex Bowman and Brad Kozlowski, row four, and then Joey Logano and Kyle Busch, uh, row five. This is the first race of the round of 12. They did cut off four player, er, racers uh, after last week. Uh, active winners include Brad Kozlowski, who leads everybody with three wins. Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Truex have two wins, and Larson and Kyle and Kurt Busch have one. Yep, and Larson has, uh, he won the spring race and then I'm going back up. I find it odd that the one the the truck race is 134 laps. Like, why wouldn't you just double it and make it 268 laps? 
but I guess it's because they need to get closer to 400 so they're not lying. Like, I feel like they robbed us out of a lap of racing. Are they going to get it back with some overtime? I mean, they'll end up doing like a, a 12 lap yellow in between stages, so it doesn't really matter. It's neither here nor there. Um, so if Carson leads at least 95 laps this season, he would become the 20th driver all time to lead more than 2,000 laps. Is that is that true? Yeah, the first of the two Kyle Busch did so in 2013. Wow, it's weird that those two did it the same year. You would think leading that many laps, two people couldn't do it. And I would think, like, I'd have to go back and look. Like, Hamlin and Harvick were pretty dominant last year. I can't believe they didn't lead 2,000. But the NASCAR told them. But since 2000, only Truex, uh, Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, Oh, I put Harvick Uh have accomplished that feat. So it's been one, two, three, four, five, six guys that have done it. Well, where's Kyle Bush and Truex? Oh, those two. I see. I got you're an idiot. No, I'm an idiot. Yeah, you know, he would be the sixth person or sixth driver since 2000, dude. You got to think he'll get 95 last year this race. So wow. And he's still got like nine races. So I think he'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Larson does lead the playoff standings and is 46 points clear. Have to think he's a shoe-in uh, for the round of eight. Truex is plus 16, uh, followed by Hamlin and Blaney at plus 11. Kyle Busch is plus nine. Elliott plus eight. Bowman plus one. And Byron uh, just one point clear of the cutoff. Yeah, on the outside looking in, you know, that's Joey Logano. He's looking in. He's like, oh, my God, I'm minus one. Brad Kozlowski minus six. Christopher Bell minus nine. And then... Uh, Kevin Harvick minus 12. Revamp your final four picks. Who you got? Um, yeah, I took out Kurt Bush because he's no longer in it. And I replaced him, I believe, with Denny Hamlin. I got uh I got Kyle Larson, Martin Turex, Denny Hamlin, and Chase Elliott. So Larson, Elliott, Harvick. I think he gets a win in this series and then uh, you think his fire has been lit you think your yeah, guy chase Elliott i am got all him. i am all aboard the kevin harvick train right now. you like the double hand slam i'd be more yeah. on him if his people at hump bros would answer my uh, direct messages about wrapping my hhr oh. uh who gets eliminated i'm gonna go christopher bell william byron alex bowman and i think kev lowski huh Although Husky's pretty damn good at Vegas, so that kind of worked. But I guess- yeah, that's why. That's why if he doesn't win at Vegas, I have him get him eliminated. But I picked him to win here, so you can't pick him to win and then have him eliminated. Because well, I he would. Can get, he can still get well. No, he'd make it. Right? Yeah, no, just around as well. Yeah, we did the floor so to get cut. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I have Kyle Busch. Um, he's been living on the edge. Alex Bowman, like you had, I also have William Byron. And then Joey Logano, just he really, I don't know. He's been sort of, this is a meh year for him this year, I think. So you already said who you are picking to win. Why are you choosing to win? Last 10 races here, he's got two wins, five top fives. I actually think it's nine top tens. I was I it was having a stroke and I wrote eight top eights, but I think it's nine top tens. <laughs> <laughs> And his average finish is 4.7 in those last 10. I'm going to go with, uh, just let him beg on Kevin Harvick. He's uh, mad as heck after last week. Has a pair of wins here with seven top five finishes. Also raced uh, 
He raced here pretty bad uh, in the spring, so hopefully he gets it figured out. That was the only drawback to him for me is he struggled a little bit here. There you go. Who do you got as a long shot? I'm going to go with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He has a top five and two top tens at Vegas. He should have gotten a third one in the spring. He finished 11. But uh, now that we're in the playoffs and some guys are mainly it's all the playoff guys up front, I, just, I think it's hard for long shots to win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially since I still consider, with the exception of Michael McDowell, I consider guys who made the playoffs as not being long shots, or as being long. You had such a dramatic policy. Well, I was trying to figure out. Although I guess you could add Eric Almarola. Yeah, I guess the, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to pick. I got Matty D. Last four races in Vegas, he has uh, two top fives. So, I mean, that's as long shot as you're going to get. As like the stats really aren't popping out here. It's not like Boris said racing at uh, Charlotte <laughs> Roval. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick and Ricky Stenhouse as my winner, and long shot Thomas is going with Brad Keselowski and Matt Benedetto as his long shot. Now time for a favorite segment. It is paint schemes. Uh, let's start with uh, trucks. I didn't really like any of these. You picked two of them. I didn't like yeah, I mean, and to be honest, they both could be better. Um, I like the chartflags.com of Chris Hacker in the 45. Could look better, though. You know, if you want to get a graphic designer, call us up. And then Johnny Sauter, once again, could have been better. There's a horse on the side, but it's a meh horse. Let's get a better horse on here. You're representing the American Quarter Horse Congress, which is that different than the American Quarter Horse Association? Like, are those too bad? Is this like boxing? Like WBO, WBC, IBF? Like, are they like, you got three fake ass champions running around and we need a quarter horse unification belt? The All American Quarter Horse Congress is known as the largest single breed horse show in the world. Oh, oh so it's, it's just a show. Yeah, okay. My days was in the question, but yeah, it's one big show. Wow. Well, why didn't get invited? Well, shit. Okay. What do we got in the X? October 28th to October 24th. I might go then. So, uh, Xfinity, what do we got? We got uh, Kyle Weatherman back in the Porak. That's an abbreviation for something. You'll have to look it up. But uh, uh, he's, it looks like a police car. So, you know. So I think the last time you ran this, you picked it and he lasted two laps and then his race was over. Yeah, he did. But, you know, I'm hoping. I don't uh, know what race. Yeah. Well, if Jeremy Mayfield's in the race, he might pull over. Uh, <laughs> uh, Peace Officers Research Association of California. There you go. And then we got Ty Gibbs. He's in that uh, interstate batteries with the like green lightning. It looks pretty sharp. Spencer Boyd back in the, the mini doge. Anytime mini doge is on there, that cute little dog's got me all riled up. And I really like the uh, Riley Herbst in the 98 South Point Casino. It's got an old school, like Rusty Wallace look to it. Looks pretty sharp. And in Cup, we have uh, Kevin Harvick ran this. I thought it looked pretty sweet on TV. I don't think you liked it as much, but it's using that green subway car uh, in number four. Um, the one that I had, the other one that I had uh, was the number eight Tyler Reddick in the Caterpillar Trial 11 Hot Wheels car. Okay. Cranes and stuff. It was pretty badass. And then the one that you had 
um, already on there that I was going to pick was the Ryan Priest and the Natty Light Vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is that? I don't know. You know what? I never want to try Natty Light Vodka. It's I'm, the car looks sharp, but the natty light vodka. Oh my god! Their natter day look, which is pretty sweet. Like natter day's not. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you want cat pee or do you want natty light vodka? And I'm like, well, is the cat pee like chilled? <laughs> um, I some of the other ones I had Chase Briscoe 14. He's in the one cure. It's got dogs on it because that's the thing for dogs. Um, and then I like the Kyle Larson, uh, Tarleton and son, they've been one of his dirt sponsors in the past, but it's got like an Oakland Raiders look. And you can, you could just picture Al Davis out there, uh, looking like Kim Jong, not the fat one, his dad, he used to dress like Kim Jong-un's dad. Kim, Kim yeah. He, yeah. He used to dress like the dad, um, and Mad, Maddie D it's just a basic looking car and it should be for what he's driving it for. It's suicide prevention and lifeline on uh, number 21. And then I also got Cole Custer in the Dixie vodka and Greyhound cocktail car. You sound like alcoholics. Yeah. And then you had one other one on there. Oh, no, that's it. You didn't mention the Reddick, I don't think. Yeah, did. The Caterpillar Hot Wheels. I didn't hear you. I was. Uh, yeah, you have a was <laughs> <laughs> so that will do it for our Las Vegas fall preview. We appreciate you guys for listening. Oh, oh just an explanation. We went pretty fast today. We had a very short recording window. So what you want to do on your, uh, when your playback app, you can play it at like 1.25 or 1.5. That'll slow us down a little bit. It'll stretch it out. Just, uh, it is a quicker one. We were rushed, but our research wasn't rushed, just our recording time. So you make sure you can subscribe uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave a review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loose Leg Nuts Pod or on Loose Leg Nuts Podcast. We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap all three races. We hope you enjoy your weekend. We will see you. And hopefully all you degenerates in Vegas come back with more money than you went to. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. You've given me my wings, now it's up to me to fly. has given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride